Okay. Are you good now? Mm-hmm. All right. To another episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. I am your host, Kaylin Cooley. With me is my co-host. <coughs> are you okay? I, I'm just dying. It's fine. It's. I'm Dara Whitman. <laughs> I had some phlegm in my throat. Uh, oh my gosh, that was that was a scary noise. Um, Listen, these episodes were kind of scary and disturbing. They like a little bit, a little I, bit in, so, in some degree. Mm-hmm. They were a little. They were a little sketch, I guess. I suppose. Well, you know, today we're talking about Gravity Falls. We are talking about season two uh, episodes five, Seuss and the Real Girl, and episode six, Little Gift Shop of Horrors. Little Gift Shop of Horrors. Little Gift Shop of Horrors. Da 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 da. I never saw that musical. What? Did you ever see the movie? Nope. What? Nope, I have not. The movie's weird, especially if you see like I think the director's cut's different, but like, you know how the movie, how the show ends. No. Okay, never mind. Does then. everybody die? Kinda. Mm. Like a little bit. Mm. Some of us spoil that for Kaylin in the comments because I ain't gonna. Okay. I'll just I'll look it up afterwards. I like listen. If I was gonna see, I would have seen it by now. Oh, I could. Okay, then I'll tell you. Everybody dies. Yay! No other, but then, like, apparently for like '80s audiences, that wasn't cool, so they changed it, and it was a happy ending. Okay. And then I think there's like a director's cut with the real ending. Oh, everybody dies. Yeah. That's exciting. Mm. So the moral of the story is don't feed the plants. Okay. Good to know. Yes. Good to know. All right. Well, we're gonna get started with the Seuss and the Real Girl. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. What did you think of this episode? Well, it wasn't exactly like Lars and the Real Girl, but it was actually fairly close. Hmm. That would mean something if I saw that. So it's a movie, mm-hmm. and Ryan Gosling's in it, and he is. This is gonna. I, this might be like a hard thing to understand. Not hard thing. It's like a reach for Ryan Gosling. He yeah. plays a guy who's weird, and girls aren't that interested in. Huh. I feel like that's that's playing against type for Mister. But uh, he gets. It's not a sex doll, but it's like a uh, like a doll, yeah. like a human doll lady. Okay. Yeah. I sure. Forget, what are they called? I don't mannequin. Man, no, but it can like bend. It's also like a human-sized doll, right? And uh, I, he's that's his girlfriend. Okay, I think it's that one, or maybe I'm thinking of another movie where Ryan Gosling plays a weirdo. It's one of them. Hmm, interesting. Well, this one is kind of different, I guess. Uh, we'll get started with a synopsis so we can properly summarize all of the events that take place in this lovely episode. So we start off in the the mystery shack. Where Seuss is doing his Seuss thing. He's, he helps Mabel out because uh, she gets her braces accidentally caught in the screen door. Is that a thing? <gasps> it didn't happen to me, which I'm very thankful no, I'm for. I do remember there'd be like times when like I'd eat a pretzel and then one of my braces broke and then I had to go to a... Yeah. Brace. You, remember like how you wanted braces when you were a kid because like, you thought it was cool, but then you got them? I remember that like everybody else had braces and I was like, oh, I don't have braces. And then I was like, you have to get braces. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, oh, this is a terrible experience. And now I don't have them anymore. Well, now so. Invisalign exists. That's true. Very nice. But that's only if you have like need minor adjustments, not like major yeah. stuff. Yeah. So Seuss, uh, he saves the day with Mabel and then he goes home and Mabel asks, he wonders if anybody wonders what Seuss does when he gets home and nobody does because Seuss is his, does his own thing. Yeah. But just as a refresher, Seuss lives with his abuelita, 
his grandmother. Uh, is that what it was? I thought it was abuela. It's, uh, it can be either or. He all says right. abuelita. Okay. But abuela. He, so basically he spends all of his time at home just playing video games and hanging out with his grandma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he do. His grandmother shows him that his cousin Reggie is just got engaged. They're going to be having an engagement party. And she says that she would really like for Seuss to get married one day. Uh, hopefully soon so she can meet his lovely wife before she goes and lives with the angels. And grandpa. No, he's not there. <laughs> so is he dead and in hell? Or did he, did he just run off? <laughs> Actually, that's a very good question. One of the two. Probably just, I, it's a, what did he do? What did Abuelo do? Murder. Uh, oh, that, wow. That you just went for like the worst one. Um, or he could do what uh, Ryan Reynolds does and consume and consume baby pandas. Oh no, that was a it was a joke. It's fine. I forget <laughs> so, it. It was on a video with Ryan Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal. So, but right, it was where he consumes pandas. No, it was like a you know those like um, autocorrect interviews. Yeah, it was like what is Ryan Reynolds? Blah blah blah, and then he made a joke. Okay, interesting. So Seuss tells his grandma that he, yeah, it's fine. He can probably get a a girlfriend within like a week, right? That's totally doable, right? So it's he, he basically he realizes that this is going to be harder than it looks. Um, while he's at work, he tries to uh, talk to some girls. Doesn't really work out that well. He's trying. You know what? God bless him. He's trying. He tries. He's being he, coming off as creepy, but we know Zeus, so we know that he's just awkward. Hi, you have a nice face. My, I'm Zeus. I'm Zeus. This doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Don't. No, he's not. Seuss can be very charming when he's himself, but he what he's sweet, trying. He's a sweetheart, but he cannot flirt and speak words proper. No, he can't, he can't do that. He's not very good at that. <laughs> so while Seuss is doing that, we also get introduced to the, the uh, B-plot, which is uh, Stan is trying to get kids to use the uh, uh, old Goldie, which is like a panning for mine kind of attraction. It's like one of those really old, you put the coin in it, and it does like a little Like where you pay five cents thing. and a penny and get a penny that was crushed. Something like that. Yeah, those are yeah. stupid. Um, but it's it's actually terrifying because it like starts screaming and then spewing out oil. It's like um, dead. Yeah, it's it's actually traumatizing. I don't think it's the most traumatizing thing in this episode mm-hmm. or in the next one. Yeah, somehow not the most traumatizing thing, even though it's some it's some kind of disturbing imagery. Mm-hmm. So uh, Wendy is the one who keeps telling Stan he needs to to get rid of it, but Stan says that uh, no, no, at, until it start until it bites him. <laughs> and he's like, kill it, kill it, kill, kill it with it. fire. Zipper and Mabel try to take Seuss's task and and help him out with it. So they try to bring him to a place where he can meet tons of girls, uh, which is the Gravity Falls Mall. Because apparently malls still exist. Apparently malls are a thing, you know. I think only like really big malls exist still. Like King of Prussia still exists, but that's like huge. Mm-hmm. So that's probably never going to go away. It's true. I mean, the mall that I have still goes away, but like stuff closes every like three weeks. Yeah, that's, yeah, same. There was a comic book shop that closed recently. Oh, that's so sad. FYE still there. <laughs> it's so funny. Every time, like, a comic book store closes, I'm like, oh, I'm so sad. I'm like, I, wait, I didn't, I never bought anything from yeah, there. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> the FY- I contribute it. The FYE still there, and they've got some weird snacks. F- FYE's interesting. Um, that was very much like a, a store that high school me found very fun. Uh, you go there and said Hot Topic. Yeah. So that's like, yeah, right? You like graduated. Like, it was like you went to Hot Topic and then you went to FYE and then you like went back to Hot Topic. No, then you went to the Amazon. National, 
The natural progression of life. Oh, yeah, true. Because he wants to leave the house. <laughs> I like how on the wiki they call it the Gravity Moles. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's the actual name of it. I think it's just the Gravity Falls Mole. Welcome to Gravity Moles. So, yeah, Mabel is trying to give Seuss advice on how to talk to girls. You know, I feel like neither of them should give advice on how to talk to girls. Like, um, one, they're children. Yeah. And two, like, their record is... Yeah. Right, like Mabel has experience with flirting, but it really, it's really gotten her where she wants to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but like Mabel says, you know, make eye contact, how to make conversation, how to be confident, and all of these things that Seuss tries to do, he overdoes and fails spectacularly. But again, A for effort. Right, mm-hmm. it tries. Meanwhile, Stan also came to the mall because he wants to see if he could get some kind of replacement for old Goldie. So he tosses Old Goldie in a dumpster, um, and then he finds Hoo-Ha Owl's Pizza Matronic Jamboree, which is like a Chuck E. Cheese-esque wasn't it, store. Wasn't the Badger one? Oh, what, what is it based off of? That's a good question. No, no, no. Wasn't the Badger one the one he found, and then the Owl one was later? Yeah, no. The, the name of the, the, the place is called Hoo-Ha Owl's, but the one he sees is the Badger. Yeah. But that wasn't in Hoo-Ha. Was that the same place? It's the same place. Yeah, same same restaurant. But why did it look? What the badger looked kind of rock and rolly, and like that place looked kind of like techno and like Tronish. They're they're yeah, they get it gets updated with the times, but it's the same place. All right, whatever. So Stan kind of takes a tour around this place. One of the guy shows him around, and uh, Stan wants one of these animatronics because this is a gold mine for money. Yeah, like because the kids love them. That he's gonna bring in so much money with one of these suckers. Uh, although the manager, whose name is Gary, says that animatronics is a young person's game, which I'm not really sure about, because when was the last time animatronics were cool? Five Nights at Freddy's? In a way that, like, no, I mean, like, cool with, like, in a fun way, you know? Never? <laughs> not for a while? Like, old-time Disney World? Like, hey, like, you know, late The 90s. Country Bears? Yeah. Oh, man. That was a movie, right? Oh, it was. I never saw it. It wasn't didn't have on animatronics though, and it just had people in bear suits. How'd that go? Oh my god, that was not a good movie. Okay, that was a weird movie. That was a weird movie. It's weird. Sue Stipper and Mabel uh, go to Beeply Bop Beeply Boop's video game store, which <laughs> I really like because it had the same like uh, typesetting as GameStop. Uh, GameStop. Yeah, it was like the exact same thing. It just said Beeply Boop's video games. I actually like all the stores' names in the background um, of the mall. Do I have them? In here, uh, there's Antique Emporium, Beeply Boops, Video Games, Build-A-Beaver, Donnie's OKTVs, Edgy on Purpose, which is like the hot topic, Kids Zone, Meet Cute, we'll talk about that in a second, and then uh, Overalls Are Cool Now. They're not. <laughs> That's, this, th- this episode came out, you remember when like, people start wearing overalls again? But you remember. I remember. So that's when that's There's when like so much. You know like the dumb stuff that like comes back in and people say it's cool and I'm just like, but why? Like my sister wore a fanny pack mm-hmm. and I'm like, why are they back in? Just, just, you just gotta. Also, build a beaver sounds weird. And that might just be my brain. Build a beaver. So. I've, I'm not going to make the joke. It's inappropriate. Don't make the joke. It's inappropriate. Um, so at the video game store. I can make it later. <laughs> Seuss and Dipper and Mabel, they're there and uh, Seuss. Is kind of sad. He's kind of giving up that, you know, I feel like he can't get a date. He'd rather just, you know, play video games because that's what he's good at. Um, so while looking around, he stumbles upon Romance Academy 7. 
which will virtually improve your dating skills. So the game looks like got rave reviews. The uh, person at the, the cash register says like, this game has been returned like three times and it has a... <laughs> has a note on it that says destroy at all costs you probably should have destroyed it it has like a little one of those um emoticons it's a little, little guy flipping the table also it's like a weird anime romance game which like from what i've seen which is very little but i'm going to assume that they are terrifying and weird what dating sims no anime dating sims no not all of them but like most of them aren't actually or what is it like dating sims are like, they're just like a lot of dating sims are just like dating sims like i mean they're popularized in japan and they have it like an anime style but it's mostly the time just like a you know an excuse to get people who don't like i to think date the one i've seen date. was like the ones that like are in uh was it doki doki literature club no it was like cutie pie or cutie pie mm, i saw like some one. like let's plays of it and there was like some like oh like let me date this person and then they'd be like you know those games where like you have to swip like flip flop to get a row okay so they do that with sex and then sometimes you get like nude pictures if you ever like want to watch Markiplier play it I think I know what game you're talking about yeah yeah but that's like that's another thing also that's American made that's not anime. oh is it pretty sure that's American uh, made okay um, then I'm wrong but what if it's like hentai well that's it's a it's a whole other thing. that's something you don't fuck with that's something that's a whole other thing I don't know much about that <laughs> about hentai? Hentai is just hentai like, or hentai an- is just animated porn. Like it doesn't always have tentacles. Hentai it just sometimes has tentacles. Hentai anime, I know nothing. Uh we'll change that someday, Dara. Yeah. At least with anime. Maybe not hentai. We won't tackle hentai. Oh. Not a, not a fan. Um You're gonna make me watch the Death Note anime series, even though I've only seen the movie. <laughs> and I watched some of the music not watch some of the musical that I sent you. you Listen to the musical. That was so funny. That was I, like that was decent music. It wasn't like it wasn't the worst Go that's, a, the that's a death musical. musical look it up it's yeah, weird look it up it's weird and then watch our review of the movie so or don't watch the movie or just don't don't watch the movie just watch our review is there a sequel i don't think so eh. coming out god i hope not uh, gravity falls gravity falls so they get seuss gets the game anyway um even though it says you should destroy this game at all cost um what's the worst that could happen so he starts at the game and the the main girl of the game is giffany like not Jiffany, like the extension GIF, G I F. It's not Jiffany, uh, not Jiffany. It's Giffany. It's Giffany. So, so she, we're gonna have a whole argument in the comments, aren't we? So she looks like a very digital girl, like her like bows, like the you know, like the ribbon yeah. wires from a computer. And so, so it's like kind of starts out like a regular game. Like, and the, the nice thing is, what's different than real life is that you know, if you make a mistake, you can just go back and fix it. So Seuss isn't quite doesn't get started on the right foot, but you can always go back and choose the right answer. Mm-hmm. And she's programmed to find him interesting. So like, hey, it's fine. Uh, but I see as he's playing it, we kind of look over to where the computer's plugged in, and we find out that it's not actually plugged in, so this game is somehow running by itself. With demons. Something like that. Weird, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So this game is a little shifty. The next day, Stan is talking about his animatronic thing. He, he, wants, the, uh, he wants the badger. He wants to get the badger. Um, so he's trying to concoct a plan to do that. Meanwhile, um, Seuss has not showed up for work. What? With the first time in forever that he has not showed up for work. What? So Dipper and Mabel go to find him. And it turns out he has been playing with Giffany for 13 hours straight and hasn't seen the light of day since. So, um, I mean, luckily it hasn't been like, you know, days. Yeah. Only been like, what? Half a right, day. Right, right. It's been like half a day, but still, that's a long time to be nonstop playing a video game. Although, I've almost done that before, so like... I've never done 13 hours. 
How long have I played a video game before? I've probably done at least nine hours of a video game I've straight before. Done, I've never even done that. I think I've done like three hours, maybe. Video games. But yeah, I don't play that many video games. It's probably like three hours in The Sims, which, you know, can wrap you up. That's that's a short time for The Sims, all things considered. Is it? I've played The Sims for like a full day, like straight before. Dang. Anyway. I guess like my attention span, depending on like what I'm doing, doesn't... Like my Mac for a lot of stuff is like three hours. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like... On board. That's fair. Or my computer starts to die. <laughs> I'm very stubborn. I stick with things for a very long time. So, but, you know, what's good, though, is that uh, Mabel and Dipper are able to pull Seuss away. They bring him back to the mall because they want to take the skills that he learned from playing this video game about dating girls and apply it to, like, real girls. That's not necessarily going great. No. I like the part where uh, Seuss accidentally runs into somebody And he's trying to change it, so he keeps trying to undo, like, control Z, like, undo, undo. And and the woman says, you can't undo who you are. Which is weird. Which is deep. That was weird. She's not not wrong, Like, he just kind of ran, he just kind of knocked into you and you dropped your purse. It's not the end of the world. No, but it's still, but she's right, though. You can't undo who you are. So you gotta find somebody who's, like, you know, likes you for your weirdness. Yeah. So um, as he's kind of running around, kind of failing to to pick up chicks, we see that a Giffany shows up in like a local TV store, and which is kind of weird because you know that's not what normal video games are supposed to do. They're not supposed to like follow you into like the real world. So she is. We're kind of seeing her more obsessive side. Mm-hmm. And so he, she wants, she just wants him and only him. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't. Well, her, like, going out trying to find other girls or whatever. Um, so she talks a little bit about her past. And she, so she was a video game that was built that later became sentient. And then uh, when the, her programmers tried to delete her, she deleted them. Murder. She just straight up murdered people. She just murdered them. So she's basically tells Seuss they can be together forever. And Seuss is like, okay, cool. Um, so he goes to hang out with her, which is just him being on, like, the, the kid's train in the kids corner on the train just you know just going this is great but then it stops because he runs out of quarters right he runs out of quarters and then uh, he has a meat cute he has a meat cute so he so there is a woman who works at the meat cute it's spelled m-e-a-t uh so is it like like the place in disney world that sells turkey legs kind of like that (sighs) except it's meat cute because get it get Uh, it her name is melody she's adorable she is absolutely adorable and I love her. In order uh, to kind of like found interesting like animation wise, they kind of animated her to look like a normal woman. Right. She has like these very like normal like dimensions. Yeah. Because she's not like a lot of the like the women are drawn like very thin just because that's how it's stylized. It's not really like a commentary or anything. It's just like very thin. But she has like, you know, a lot of curves, but not in like, you know, like a hourglass way, just like a very natural mm-hmm. kind of way. And also she complains about adulting. Yeah. She says being an adult is the worst, which it is. Um, so like she's hashtag relatable, but they meet and you know, they hit it off cause she just likes how he does whatever he wants. And he's just like, she's like okay with it. it. They, they realize they have a lot in common and then they share a mutual love of hoo-ha owls, pizza, matronic jamboree. And like, he's talking to her like naturally. Yeah. Cause he's not even realizing he's just doing it. Just, just coming off naturally. Um, not even realize he's like flirting or anything. So they, they set a date without even realizing it, that they, that he's going to take her out to the, uh, pizza matronic jamboree hooray tonight at eight and uh mabel and dipper were listening the whole time they congratulate zeus and they say you know 
how good that he did because he got a he date. got the date. But Zeus is a little nervous because you know he has his computer girlfriend. So like, what's he gonna do? Um, break up with her. Break up with her. Break up with your girlfriend. Your computer girlfriend. Because mm-hmm. uh, really, you can't bring a computer girlfriend to your cousin's engagement party. Just them's the facts. True. Um, so Zeus realizes he has to break up with Giffany. And so, uh, and she gets very angry at him, starts yelling at him. So he does the one thing. He pauses the game. Which you don't pause. You don't pause Giffany. No. So, but she's paused and he takes the um, CD out of the computer, just tucks in his pocket and then goes on his date. In the meantime, uh, Stan (laughs) tries to break in to the Pete's place to uh, steal the badger, which is fine. Yeah. That's like a normal thing to do. Yeah. Sam's plot's not really that interesting. No, it's 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 only good for like the like the credit scene. Yeah, that's, the that's good. Let's see. I oh I I miss this part. I think where as he's trying to preparing to break into the pizza place, he says he has to be careful uh, to avoid any more Colombian nights because as mentioned multiple times before, Stan spent time in a Colombian prison. <laughs> Just cause. Um, Wendy attempts to persuade him to change his mind to no avail Stan says as he's leaving the window that sometimes a man has to steal an animatronic badger it's true sometimes a man's gotta do what a man's gotta do to an animatronic badger Seuss and Melody go on their date which is really nice so it starts off pretty well like Seuss is just kind of weird he just kind of says everything that's on her mind but she thinks it's really funny mm-hmm. and so she likes him but I think you can probably tell that it's awkward and yeah. he's like, up, like concerned, and but like he's kind of like, I get it, it's fine. Yeah, she's just like cool with it. Also, like the part where like she's like scratching her legs, <laughs> and I'm like relatable. Like yeah, right. As he's like walking up, he's like, oh, itchy, <laughs> which is like very relatable. That's why like the best and worst part about shaving your legs: one, they're smooth, which I like, but then you got to deal with the itchy parts. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So like relatable. As not long after they get there, uh, on the screens around them, Giffany appears. And um, she's going to murder everybody. She's going to murder everybody. She uh, she's very mad that Seuss paused her. She's not taking that eat well. You know, she's not a big fan. Also, how of old Melody. is Giffany supposed to be? Um, however old you want her to be. <laughs> <laughs> she's like a video game. Don't think about it. You know, like schoolgirl age, but not in a weird way. <laughs> she like goes to school, but also she's an adult. We should stop this train of thought. We should stop this train of thought. We should derail this. We should get off the train and board another one. Uh, back to Gravity Falls. Mm-hmm. So, Seuss gets really nervous that Giffany is here. So, he starts, he goes to Dipper and Mabel, who are kind of at a nearby table, and they don't really know what he's talking about at first. And then we kind of see it. Uh, she appears and then takes over the animatronics on the stage, which is terrifying, <laughs> which is very scary. It's like, yeah. And she basically, like, Creates an army of these animatronic things and to attack Seuss because he dumped her. I feel like Five Nights at Freddy's kind of ruined animatronics for everybody. I know we said, like, who still likes them? Like, people still went to Chuck E. Cheese, right? Yeah, people still go to Chuck E. Cheese. I don't, there was, used to be one near my house, but then it closed. I think there's still one up in Reading. I've never, I haven't been to it, obviously. I haven't been to Chuck E. Cheese since I just remember, in, like, 12 years. I've been told I had my third birthday party there. My brother had a second birthday there. Oh, I, I don't remember because apparently from what my mother told me, I had a fever. Oh, oh no. You can't, you shouldn't go to tell you. I think it's because like we already scheduled it. It's true. 
Yeah. Aw. So as these animatronics come to life, the badger also comes to life and starts beating up Stan, which is really funny. But then his... uh, Goldie. Then Goldie comes out of the dumpster to save him and then to celebrate they go to Vegas. More on that later. So basically, they have to escape Giffany. And I like the part where Seuss pulls Melody with him and then he says that he has to take care of it. So he's leaving um, Dipper Mabel to watch after her. And then she's like... Like, these are kids. Seuss, these are children. <laughs> it's really funny because different people are like very capable and they, they're like so used to this stuff that like they're obviously in charge. But to a passing by person, they're like, these are literal 12 year olds. Why are you leaving them in charge? Um, so it's very funny. I think it's probably because, like, you know, Zeus knows Dipper Mabel better than Melody. So listen, they, they, like, this stuff doesn't even phase them. Like, they got this. Fine. Uh, Seuss and Giffany have one last confrontation where she says that, you know, normal girls are unpredictable. You know, they're not going to, this state was horrible, so obviously Melody's never going to like you again, so you should just be with me. Um, but Seuss does the right thing. And, and burns it. Burns the disc. And Giffany is gone. Hooray! So, Yay! And he still got a second date with Melody. He had a second date. Yeah, she agrees to come to the engagement party. But she says she'll probably still be in town then, which means that she's not from around Gravity Falls. She's from Portland. She's from Portland. Why is she uh, Gravity Falls then? Maybe like a summer thing. Maybe she has family there mm. in the summer. So they can still video chat. But they can still video chat. So it all works out. So, so she gets a girlfriend. So that means we never see her again. Not in a big role, at least. That's fine. But I did like the line saying like, Dating a girl and only see her through a computer screen? That sounds great. But I'm like, at least you met this girl in person. Right, right. At least this is actually an actual, like, real girl. Um, so, yeah, that's that episode. I like the end credit scene is my favorite. Uh, when Stan and Goldie go to Las Vegas and have a Las Vegas adventure, there's a whole song about it. Yeah, but what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. It's true. They, I like how they, they have, like, champagne, but it's in a bottle, and they had to write rich people water on it because they had to make sure it wasn't So alcoholic. champagne. Um, so it's champagne. Basically. And so, what's the, uh, oh, I, they get married in a chapel. I like the, the rap song in the background. Where it's like, I'm going to get married. This was a mistake. I also it's like really weddings good. and breakfast. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> wedding breakfast. Wedding breakfast. <laughs> that's really that was good. Clever. Um, so, yeah, that's that episode. Any thoughts? I liked it. Yeah. I liked a Zeus centric episode because yeah. Zeus is a good dude. Um, Melody was adorable, mm-hmm. and I liked her a lot. There wasn't, oddly enough, there wasn't a lot of like Dipper or Mabel. Right, they were kind of supporting characters too. Seuss. This was a really Seuss centric yeah. episode, which is good. We need uh, a good Seuss episode every once in a while. Giffany is terrifying, and it's Giffany. It's Giffany. It's Giffany. Fight us. Fight. Don't us. fight us. Okay. I wonder if it's going to be a debate. Is that still a debate? Like low key, it's not as. At the top, but like I don't even get all that happened. Like who says like GIF? Because even so, I think somebody pointed the person out, who invented it. Yeah, but GIF like gift graph mm-hmm. like it's GIF. <laughs> I don't uh, care what you say, person who invented it. You're although it's weird. Like if somebody invents, it, like you assume that they're correct, mm-hmm. but like that doesn't make sense. Yeah, so you're wrong. Death of the author. So let's see any fun facts. There was, um, this was the, yes. So this episode has two background characters um, who are based off and voiced by uh, Nicholas Eiler and Mariah Amundsen, who probably they're just like regular kids, but they um, 
they visited the Gravity Falls studio during the uh, visit from the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Aww. So they animated them into the episode. Uh, I think the one was a kid. The one was a girl. I think it was one of the girls running out of the bathroom. The other was the kid when they first introduced the animatronics. Yeah. Who, like, the, screams out, like, I love you, something, something. Like, that, That yeah. So they were just two kids. They animated the episode from oh, the Make-A-Wish cute. Foundation. So, yeah. Anything else? I don't know. Alex Hirsch appears as one of the men in one of the end credit scenes next to Goldie and Stan. I wish they had a picture there, but they don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Cryptograms. Uh, the binary on the computer screen during Giffany's back, uh, backstory says Space Jam 2. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Space Jam. Come on and slam. Welcome to the... Come on and welcome to the... All right. So um, I think they're going to remake that. They're making another one. They're oh. making a second one. With LeBron James. I'm pretty sure with LeBron, yeah. Who's actually a charming guy. Very nice. You ever see, you saw, did you ever see Trainwreck? No. So he's in that and he played himself and he was actually good. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he could like hold his own. Oh, good for him. Good for him. Good for him. Uh, in the credits, another cipher reads, <laughs> anything can happen. Hmm? Anything can happen, but it's spelled wrong like it was in the video game because it's it was like a yeah it was a japanese import with a really poor translation in the same vein as all your base are belong to us which is great not sure if you're familiar oh um there's an old video game oh i forget what it i forget which one it was it when it was imported into the u.s the translation was so bad um, and one of the most famous lines from it is all your base are belong to us i just remember there was like this old 30s movie that was like kind of it was like the, uh, a chinese version of like phantom of the opera but like a bit different and like mm-hmm. a bit more political and uh one of the translation is there walks and foxes <laughs> um so let's see another oh and then the the image that appears at the end that brief kind of page says uh Winning hearts by daylight, possessing robots by moonlight. Her emotional baggage is a real fright. She has, <laughs> she has the one named Giffany, which is the Sailor Moon theme song. I get that. <laughs> is Sailor Moon terrifying? I don't think so. Is it weird? I don't think so. Well, maybe a little weird, but you know, it's an anime. But I wish I watched more Sailor Moon as a kid. I think I missed out on Sailor Moon. I feel like the like I didn't. I wasn't really around when it was like syndicate it regularly at a normal time i only saw like one episode occasionally um that and card captor sakura missed out on no nope. there were like always things where i was like i want to watch this but like when you're a kid who like can barely read and doesn't have much access to the internet it's hard to watch shows unless they're like regularly on tv so that's that uh any other thoughts on this episode uh i hope we see melody more but i don't think we're gonna oh yeah but she was cute she was so cute and she Uh, taught us another valuable lesson don't date magicians oh true she's yeah her worst date was with the magician and that's saying something especially if you almost got killed by an animatronic virtual girl so maybe the magician is just creepy what's worse that makes it worse yeah creepy creepy guy or robot that almost kills you but one year might not end up dead well sure the animatronic robot might probably won't kill you Creepy guy on the There was, hand. like, this Donald Glover bit where we were talking about crazy ex-girlfriends. Mm-hmm. I forget the full thing. And then he was like, oh, it's like, he's talking about a crazy ex-girlfriend. And he's like, I was wondering how come women don't have, like, crazy ex-boyfriends. So he's just like, oh, wait, because if they have a crazy ex-boyfriend, they're going to die. <laughs> it's true. Um, I'm like, that's a good bit. It's <laughs> That's funny. Um, all right. 
So if we are done with that, we should take a break and then come back with uh, episode six, Little Gift Shop of Horrors. Stay tuned. And we are back, and we are here talking about Gravity Falls Season 2, Episode 6, Little Gift Shop of Horrors. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think of this episode, Dara? It was fine. Okay. I had fun. I think I like the stories more than Bottomless, Bottomless Pit. Yeah, so this episode is a lot like Bottomless Pit in that it's just like a series of like short tales mm-hmm. um, of questionable canonicalness. Mm-hmm. I don't think these are supposed to be canon stories. I think they're just supposed to be like fun little yeah. things that aren't really supposed to. But it's like from like the first. Else. It was like, but like it was kind of weird considering like what Stan does at the end, and I'm like, that doesn't seem Stan like. <laughs> right. It was got a little like oh. But I'm assuming this episode's kind of like non-canonish. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think this was like its second um, Halloween episode. Oh, that, like, Halloween that, vibe. That it, makes it, sense. It aired in October. Um, that makes sense. So. Yeah. Yeah, because you can't really do a summerween part two. Right, in the same, because it's in the same summer. So I think this was like another Halloween episode, so it deliberately had more of like a creepy vibe. It has a first-person kind of camera. Kind oh, of so it's beginning. like Are You Afraid of the Dark, which is apparently getting remade. Oh, hey, interesting. Okay. Are we excited? I didn't watch the original. Because you're a freak. Thanks. I don't remember much of it, but like that's not kind of how it was. Like you got a bunch of kids around the fire and then like Egypt. It was like... It's like, you know, Twilight Zone, I guess, like, because, like, anthology shows are coming back or, like, even, like, per episode anthology series right. are coming, or in now. Yeah. Because the Twilight Zone came back. Mm-hmm. Black Mirror, another anthology kind yeah. of show. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, that, that should be interesting. But this, I guess, is in the same vein. It, it kind of starts off with somebody whose apparently car broke down going up to the mystery shack. It's dark. Because he it's saw spooky. a light over at the Frankenstein place. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> To get it? No. What? No. Rocky Horror. Rocky Horror. I never. I actually never saw it all the way through. Ha ha. Ha ha. I've never seen anything. Um, you haven't. I don't. You swine. I don't watch things. Uh, so like Stan greets this mysterious person, and he just tries to he he tries to show him around. He tries to get him to buy things because you know that's what Stan does. Tries to get people to buy things from the shack and tell spooky stories. I was kind of surprised he wasn't wearing his eye patch because that's usually like. Stan with the eye patch is like his mystery shack getup. So like it is uh, late. It's yeah, it's true, and it's dark out. I was expecting the Mister Mystery getup though. So, but during when he's trying to sell this person things, he will show an item and then kind of t- tell a story about it. So the first is just like a random hand. Um, so he tells them a story called "Hands Off." So this, the gist of this story is that at a flea market, Stan steals, um, finds a table with like this lady, this like little witch-looking lady. Um, it has a bunch of fake gold watches on it. So, uh, and instead, she's not very nice to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's because Stan isn't very nice. But so uh, he steals like, one. Her sweater was interesting because it kind of looked like the one from Manos in the Hands of Fate, which Kaylin uh-huh. also doesn't know what I'm talking about with that. I I know the I know the the picture. I don't. Okay. Know the, I never the saw thing. that movie because it's like it looks kind of like if you took like a '90s like home video mm-hmm. but made it in the '70s. Mm. So terrible, and like you only had the video camera and no sound quality. But I saw it at a mystery science theater, so. Huh. Hmm. 
So it's fun then. Yeah. So it makes it more fun when you watch it that way. Mm -hmm. So Stan steals the watch, um, even though it sounds like this witch lady is about to put a curse on him, but he doesn't really care because he's not, eh, he doesn't really care about curses. So, but he wakes up the next day and he is missing his hands. He just doesn't have both of his hands. He's missing. Um, So he tries to hide it for a hot second, but obviously it's very noticeable but you don't have hands. Mabel tries to make him some replacement hands, but it doesn't really work. So then they have to go to a mountain cave. Uh, apparently there's multiples of those in Gravity Yeah, because the Manitars are not there. Or the Impossibear. That not too. Impossibear. The um, something. The Lots Multi-Bear. Of- the Impossibear was a... Shit, that was great. Bravest Warriors. I mean, the Multi-Bear. We've been recording for a long time. So. So. But in the cave, they find the witch... Lady, but not just that. As they're walking, like they feel something tapping them, and they feel things, and they turn on a flashlight, and there's hands everywhere, just disembodied hands. And I'm like, no, it's creepy. It's creepy. No, it's so creepy. No, it's very creepy. Um, and then the crone's like, meh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the um, yep. And the witch comes, and she's uh, <laughs> she doesn't really know what to uh you know because she's like ah yeah you want your hands back here's something you could do and then she asks for a kiss and you know it's not really it sounds like look away kids look look away kids and then kiss her hands and she's like on the lips and he's like no we're like you're just making stuff up so but mabel convinces her that with all these hands she could do something really interesting with the place they have it's basically extreme home makeover extreme makeover cave edition yes exactly Exactly. Um, even they do the whole thing too. But she comes back into the cage and they they take the curtains and she's like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" Um, it was nice. Really yeah, it looked nice. Mm-hmm. It looked very nice. So you know, the witch is very grateful, and oh, Mabel even throws in a book of pickup lines. Like you do, just you know, if she wants to get a hot date. Uh huh. And then she's very thankful. Gives Stan back her uh, his hands, and they're on their merry way. As Stan says. I learned nothing from this. <laughs> and then there's like a sexy mountain climbing guy who mm. comes up and is like, can I stay here for the night? And then she looks at a pick line book and thinks like, are you from outer space? Because your butt's out of this world. <laughs> are those space pants? That's what it was. I don't remember. Because it's like, thank your you. Your butt is out of this world. He's like, well, thank you for noticing. Uh, <laughs> so everybody ended up happy. So that was story number one. Any thoughts on that one? It was fine. It was fine. I'm trying to find... There were no hands. That was creepy. Lots of, it was weird. Mm-hmm. I tried to find the uh, the voice. The voice actor is uh, Matt Chapman. Don't know who that is. Uh, he voiced Mormondo. Uh... Oh, he also voices Abuelita. Uh... So Susie's grandma. Okay. So this is another person who does a ton of voices. Um, oh, he did a lot of work on Homestar Runner, which I know you wouldn't know. Nope. That's okay. So, Matt Chapman does a lot of voices on this show. All right. So, with that, so we get hands off. Good story. So, the, the person in the shack isn't interested in buying a hand. Uh, when Stan throws it away, the hand crawls away. So, we saw, like, oh, uh, but the story was real? Oh, I just assume it was, like, Thing from the Addams Family. Uh-huh. Is that what it's called? Thing? Maybe. I don't, I'm not good with my Addams Family. I think, you know what the funny thing is? I keep wanting to watch, like, the actual, like, 50 sitcom because it looks really good. I think it's on Amazon. Is it? I think. That's like that and Dark Shadows. And I want to watch both. But nice. Dark Shadows is going to take me a long time. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah. I want to. And I hope it's still on Amazon. And if it's not, I'm going to buy an ice cream cake and cry. If you buy an ice cream cake, can I have some? But I'm gonna. But my tears will be in it. I'll just cut my piece beforehand. <laughs> we did actually share an ice cream cake one we time. We actually did once share an ice cream cake. We had a, what was it? It was like a $10 Dairy Queen gift card. Uh, we just, just bought a whole ice cream cake. It was, it was, well, we just finished our college three, finals, so. Yeah, we just finished. It was, yep, it was last semester, senior year. Bought an ice cream cake, saw Captain America Civil War. Three-way split, a, a, just a whole a whole ass ice cream cake. We didn't even finish it. Oh no, that was so that was so much. Like I feel very uncomfortable even thinking about it because I'm like, oh. why do you like I like my like the one thing that my family is ashamed about with me is the fact that I can't even finish like a pint of ice cream in one sitting. I can't. I can. Like, we'll I'm get, not like, proud of it because we do like the, I'll get, I'll get like the Halo and I just like I can maybe finish like a, a half like half of it and then I'm full. That's good though. That's it's called portion. Yeah, control. but my mother's ashamed of me. Uh, she can do a full pint. Respect. Like most women can, and most men can. I just can't. Depends. Depends on the day for me. That's true. Depends on. Depends how things have been going. I can finish a whole personal pizza. Nice. Thank you. Nice. Anyway, next one. So the next one is called. Well, Stan Waddles is running by. Stan says, "Hey, what about this pig? You want this pig? I have a cool story about this pig that I'm about to make up right now." Um, and the story is called Abakenings. This <laughs> the, when it's spelled out, it looks really weird because like I'm like Abbot Connings. Because it looks like almost like abandoned, but with the mm-hmm. scenes and then I got cons- baconing. I got concerned that Waddle's gonna get turned into bacon. That would have been horrifying. That would have been horrifying. That would have been the scariest thing yet. Yeah. Um. So in this one, Dipper he gets uh, this new like puzzle. It's called the What the Heckahedron. Um. And he you know wants to solve it, but he's not quite smart enough to solve it. Or Mabel says he might not be smart. So Dipper uses the journal to find something that will make him smarter. Which is, and he gets the most logical thing: shrooms. It's true. Um, so he tries he tries him some shrooms to make him smarter. But like it's like a face max shroom. Percept shrooms. Yes. That's what they're called. Um, so yeah, you, you apply it to the forehead, head on. Apply directly to the forehead. And then, which is supposed to, he wake, is supposed to go to sleep, wake up, and then be very smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, except the problem with that is... Uh, Waddles gets into it. Waddles, you know, Waddles sniffs something that smells like food or maybe just something. Or mar- I think he thinks they're going to mushrooms, so... Hmm. Yeah. So the um, Waddles comes over and he basically finishes. He eats all of the mushroom, not just those stuff on Dipper's head, but like all, all of, of it. it. He just eats all of it. And then he wakes up. Dipper wakes up the next day and then he hears something. Um, and it's just and uh, Waddles is talking with a computer. But not talking. Waddles has built a computer on like a skateboard, like rocket thing, rocket launcher thing. Mm hmm. And he's uh, he types in it, and the voice that comes out is... Mark Hamill. <laughs> no. Aw. No. That would have been noted. <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's also weird. It's so funny. Neil deGrasse Tyson like, kind of seems sometimes like a know-it-all asshole like you wouldn't want to hang out with, but then also he kind of seems like a cool dude you'd want to hang out with. Yeah, it's a... Uh, oh. Elder guys, taste is an interesting topic that we could get into, but let's not do that today. So, moving on. I mean, um, he knows stuff that's probably logical. So, he, you know, he, he knows astrophysics stuff. Uh, but also, he's in a show, and obviously, when you get somebody like Neil deGrasse Tyson on a show, you're going to write weird stuff. You have to say <laughs> it. Absolutely. Um, 
<laughs> What's the one line where he says, like, forgive me, my arms are small and useless. No, it's like, I miss being rubbed on my tummy. I miss my tubby rubs. Uh, just like other fun stuff that's fun to get in astrophysicists to say. I think it took me a second. I'm like, wait. Yeah. Yep. So, so Waddles, Smart Waddles is voiced by Neil deGrasse Tyson. So Smart Waddles is an absolute genius, can construct like a bunch of different stuff. And Dipper is pretty excited about that. He's like, cool, let's go invent stuff. And they leave Mabel behind because Mabel just wants to, you know, do all the fun stuff she used to do with Waddles. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, uh, but DJ Hog on the AM, that kind of stuff. They have like yeah. a radio show. It's great. But Waddles is more interested in the pursuit of knowledge than he is just about making fart noises mm-hmm. and then laughing at those fart noises. Dipper and Waddle make some inventions and eventually it leads up to the Smarticle Accelerator, which will allow Waddles to solve the mysteries of the universe and leaves, you know, but that would leave Mabel behind. So Mabel makes a plea to Waddles saying, hey, remember all the fun times we had? Um, and then he remembers and a montage... It's great. It's like, <laughs> I forget what the lyrics of that montage are, but it's really funny. It's like, remember, remember. Don't forget to remember. Remember to remember. Mm-hmm. So Waddles realizes that, you know, he just wants to be a pig. Mm-hmm. And what's the, what's the use of being smart if you're going to, you know, leave behind your most favorite person in the world? Mm-hmm. Which is like, legit. So he switches the smartical accelerator f- to reverse, which changes him back into an ordinary pig, and uh, everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. Even Dipper. Mm-hmm. Even Dipper, because you know Dipper, as much as he loves smart waddles, just loves regular waddles. Yeah. Chew. Who doesn't? Which is good. Um. So that was a baconings. Any thoughts on that? Uh, it was cute. Having Neil deGrasse Tyson was a bit odd. It was fun though. It was I fun. thought it was fun. Um. So, we'll just move right on to the third one. We'll just get this one. We'll just get into it. This one is called Clay Day. Ah, Clay Day. <laughs> so, um, Stan, once the person doesn't really want Waddles, he uh, has some spooky VHS movies. So we The horror th- of the videotape. <sighs> Tape. God, we're so old that we remember video, even though we're not that old. We're not that old. Yeah, but, like, think about these youngins today. They don't even, they barely know what a DVD is. <laughs> they barely know what a hit clip is. <laughs> right? They probably they, think it's, like, some kind of jewel or they something. They barely know what a CD player is. I'm sure they know what a CD is. People still make CDs. But now people, well, more people buy those, uh, those old crotchety vanels. <laughs> oh, man. Um... The kids today, they don't understand what it was like when you had to rewind the DVD, the, the VHS, <laughs> the DVD. They rewind the tape before sending it back to the blockbuster. Or else you got in troubles. Oh, no. Be kind and rewind. Um, so, play day. So at the Mystery Shack, uh, Dibber, Mabel, and Stan, and Seuss finish up this movie called Believe in Yourself, which is, you know, like this... Like Care Bears? Uh, which is a very Care Bear-esque movie. Um, that Stan says, those are 90... That just put him 90 minutes closer to death, which is great. <laughs> I uh, I love just the... There's, like, really dark... Not, like, dark, dark humor in this show, but there's enough, like, just, like, casual references to death that it just makes it really funny. Yeah. <laughs> in a way that, like, is very, I feel like, our generational humor. Mm-hmm. 
so, but Stan puts in an old VHS called Voyages of uh, Loin Clothicles. Question mark. Uh, so it's like an old, um, like, you know, oh man, Clash of the Titans style movie where all the monsters are claymation because like, they didn't have CG. I mean, they did. Then. I saw the remake. <laughs> in the old, in the first one. I still saw, I only saw the remake, which is like, I didn't see that in the theater. I just saw it on like TV for free and I didn't hate it. Hmm. But again, I didn't have to pay for it. Right. I acknowledge that it's not a good movie. And you didn't see the original. I did. It does have a lot of claymation in it. But here's the thing. Mabel is terrified of claymation. I feel you. My dude. She has a deep childhood fear of claymation. I would say, I mean, I, I don't know if I feel like I'm fine with claymation. I find nothing wrong with it. Like scary wise. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if there's any kind of like form of like art or animation that terrifies me hmm i think there's some that just looks weirder than others there's some that i feel like i'm more yeah but like claymation in general i'm not afraid of yeah stop motion can be really good Leica makes some really great stop motion films you know like Coraline, kubo and the two strings very good very good movies um so let's see and then she hides in the laundry bin of her sweater she yes she just hides in the laundry bin to get away from the claymation so stan he looks at the back and finds the film's director, who's Harry Claymore, and who is a local who lives locally. So Stan decides to take Mabel and everyone else to the house of the director, basically to prove that claymation is harmless. Mm-hmm. Um, so they talk a little bit more. Uh, they're trying to explain how claymation works. It's just like you just move one frame at a time. Or do you? Uh, by, you know, these weird uh, socially awkward recluses, uh, otherwise known as animators. Ha ha! Hey, when they get to the house, it uh, looks pretty old and secluded. Um, so naturally, they break in. Um, but they actually are giant claymation monsters. Because what we learn, and all the claymation animators out there who listen to us mm-hmm. can tell us the truth now, because we're aware of it. It's we not know. making a clay figure and then moving it around for a second, because that's just ridiculous and it takes yeah. up a lot of time. It's black magic. It's black magic, obviously, guys. Yeah. Yep. So leave in the comments. Tell us the truth. Yep. So yep. Uh, yep. Harry Claymore says that <laughs> he, he's like, no way, I do that. I use black magic. Duh. Duh. Um, I've, I've got a lo- I've got a life in reclusiveness. Yeah, uh, but so what happened, though, is that eventually claymation stopped, computer animation became a thing, and the clay figures got pissed. Um, and it's like a mix of anim- like drawing animation and claymation, and it's terrifying. There actually is claymation in this episode. Like, the clay figures are, like, real clay figures. And it's terrifying. I think it's interesting. It's cool. I have I do have a lot of respect for stop motion. No, no, I have a respect for it, but this is terrifying. <laughs> Um, it's like when I see like stuff in Nightmare Before Christmas. I have a respect for it, right? But I'm terrified. <laughs> the Oogie Boogie Man's kind of scary. Oh yeah, no, I agree, agree. So, but Jack and Sally are cool. It's cool, yeah. Just like, just neat. So the the clay figures are trap uh, Stan, Dipper, and Seuss. They want to turn them into clay, basically. So they cover them in this clay stuff. Uh, but Mabel gets away, and then she has to. You know, um, she's <laughs> terrified. She's so scared, but she has to figure out something to do. And she realizes that with clay, you can change it from something that scares you. To something that doesn't scare something you. Something that doesn't scare you. So she uses her creative powers to destroy the clay figures and then make them into something else. So she makes that big star from that I mean, shimmery twinkle heart, mm-hmm. a character from Believe in Yourself, which is a movie, to fight the other clay figures and free everybody. Yep. And then she does. 
And then we're all like, you conquered your fear. And she's like, no. She's like, no, I am twice as afraid now, which is like, fair. Um, yeah. But it's what I think find is really funny is that as this giant battle between the clay figures happening, all we see is the characters looking at it and the silhouettes. And the person goes, claymation is expensive. And the, the director goes, claymation is very expensive. <laughs> so they save time on actually animating anything by just drawing the silhouettes. Oh, there was like a Southwark thing with that where there was like um, – the one character, I think it was like Kenny, he was like in heaven and he needed to help fight between like heaven and hell and he had a video game in order to do it. So then he's like, let the fight begin and you just see him playing the video game and like the one guy's like watching the fight. He's like, this is amazing. <laughs> uh, easy ways to save on animation. <laughs> it's funny if you acknowledge it. Yep. And then back at the shack, once they're, everything's good and they're watching another Lauren Cloth, the Cleese movie, um, with, uh, Seuss has turned to clay, and so he's like, he looks like Gumby. Looks like Gumby. And then they kill it. It's like, it can't hurt us him. anymore. It can't hurt us anymore, kids. So that's, so that's that third story. And then we end this whole episode by going back. And, um, you know, this, this person who stumbled across the shack doesn't want to buy anything. They probably just want to go home. Uh, but Stan offers him a, uh, a delicious potion. Roofy. Delicious. Roofy. Potion. Roofy. To drink. And the person, you know, gets a little, gets a little foggy and passes out. Then he later wakes up in, trapped in a glass box and he, they are now an attraction labeled the, the cheapskate. cheapskate. <laughs> and then during the end credits, Mabel will tries to play tic-tac-toe with it and keeps switching between whether she wants to be X's or O's. Which, like, the rule of tic-tac-toe is once you pick, that's it, you're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember that time Grunkle Stan kidnapped a man? No, because I don't think Uncle Sam would do that. So that when we say this episode is non-canonical, that's okay, that's fine. That's kind of what we mean here. Um, so what do you think of this episode? Dear? I liked it. It was cute. I like. I think I like the stories. Like I said, I like them more than Bottomless Pit. Mm-hmm. Like most of them, I think. So and it wasn't like it was kind of like a like mix of people, like a mix of like stories, and not like this one based on this character and that one, and like. They were creepy and weird, and I am traumatized today. Right, they are weird. I'm traumatized today, and I cried a lot. Yeah, but, like, it was fun, though, right? I had fun. It was, like, definitely season two is definitely, has definitely, like, you know, picked things up to a different scale. We are leaning more into, like, you know, that kind of weird stuff. Um, Dancing? Yeah, just, we're just leaning into it. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of the, the season two stuff has some, like, very, like, poignant images that are, like, wow, they kind of stick out. Yeah. Little, it's, it's weird, but it's, it's weird. a lot of fun. It's weird. Um, so, yeah, this episode, I'm not sure I have a lot to say, like, watching it the second time around. To me, this is just, eh, yeah, it's all right episode. Yeah. I'm not sure how I feel this versus, um, uh, Bottomless Pit. I think these episodes are more creative. Yeah. Than Bottomless Pit, so I probably would pick this one over that one. Yeah. But not, like, by a ton, but definitely I think these are creative, especially with when you bring in, like, the, you know, the claymation yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, and Neil deGrasse Tyson. So, let's look at some trivia. The Waddles the Pig was voiced by. <laughs> yeah, I already have, already have that one. <laughs> oh, this is good. I didn't know this. In the original twist ending, the visiting tourist was supposed to be real to be director M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> are you kidding? That's so good. That's so good. That would have been a twist. That would have been such a twist. Ah, I'm so upset they didn't do that. That would have been so good. Yeah, but then when I'm next, I'm going to be like, you can't use my imager, else I get to make a Gravity Falls movie. <laughs> Actually, he might, make a, he might make a decent Gravity Falls movie. He's gotten better. 
Yeah, so I still, I still not ready to trust again. Did you not forgive him after Last Airbender? I mean, I don't mind his other stuff outside of that, but still, as far as adapting properties that I am a fan of, you know. Remember, guys. Also, speaking of, I think I said it's original. One thousand subscribers. 10, no, no, no. I'm saying like both. Okay. One thousand. So once we have one thousand subscribers, Kaylin gets to watch a horror movie. Ten thousand. We watch the Last Airbender movie. Subscri- subscribe to make me feel pain. I still haven't seen the movie. I know you haven't seen it. I saw it more than once because I hate myself. Um, so I do know that. Uh, oh my god, what is her name? Yue. Yeah, I do know in the live action movie she dies and then gets reincarnated as Asami. <laughs> so it's fine. <laughs> Which is the best possible option you could ever have. Uh, seriously, let's see. Oh, the hand witch wears a red robe with two large hands depicted in black. This is a color inverted version of the robe worn by the villain, the sorcerer, the master, and the low budget horror film Manos, the Hands of Fate. You're welcome. Um, very good. Very good. So I the, picked up on it. Uh, according to the VHS, Clash of the Genres is rated O for old people. <laughs> the cartoon Mabel is watching is marked as episode 618. The claymation segments during Clay Day were animated by a Stupid Buddy Studios, Inc., best known for providing the animation to the TV series Robot Chicken. Oh yeah, so that was actual, you know, stop motion. I've seen, I've seen some stuff with a robot chicken. What I said, I've seen some stuff with robot chicken. Yeah, I don't really watch robot chicken. It kind of depends on like I don't watch it, but if it's like I like I heard something with it, mm-hmm. then I I heard it's funny. Then I like I saw Dora the Explorer one that was pretty funny. Okay, yeah, it's like basically like the occasional thing that's like gets a chuckle. This is the only episode to premiere on Disney Channel after the series was moved to Disney XD. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, this is the only time that hand-drawn animations are used in the series. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Oh, the fire orb which Stan takes from the unnamed traveler before the first story is a, a palantir from Lord of the Rings. What? Palantir. I thought it was Sauron. It's like. Or is that no? Saruman's the old wizard. Sauron's the villain with like the yeah. eye. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not sure if they got copyright for. Eh, don't think about it. It's a parody. I, I thought it was funny. So, Smart Waddles was originally voiced by Jad Abumrad. Uh, Alex Hirsch felt that Amurad's voice wasn't right and repeatedly asked Neil deGrasse Tyson, who turned him down several times. Tyson eventually changed his mind and lent his voice after the animation had been finished. Why? <laughs> That's even better. He refused to do it, and then they made him say those lines. That's so good. But why did he agree eventually? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like, know. Like, my thing is just, like, if an actual scientist, like, or any kind of scientist, like, refuses to do, like, an like a acting thing, mm-hmm. that makes sense to me because, you know, they're not an actor. Right. But also, this is a kid's show, man. Yeah, but, like, you still might not want to. I don't, like, I don't mind it if, like, somebody's like, hey, I don't really feel like acting. Even mm-hmm. if it's a kid's show, I'm like, all right, that's cool. Yeah. But I'm glad he did it, though. Yeah. Because it added something. Um, I think that it's, let's see, where are my cryptograms at? During the end credits, cryptogram reads, check out Dr. Waddles' latest book, A Brief History of Oink, 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 Oink. And the, uh, the key word to get the cipher is non-canon. Um, so, so this, this is non-canon. The episode is non-canon, yes. Uh, and then the page at the end flashes that says, uh, <laughs> all, all animation is black magic. That makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Oh, because you've been made a couple stuff for us, so that's all. That's all black magic. It's all black magic. Okay, that's absolutely. Fine. Oh yeah, yeah. Or like all the animation channels that I watch, they're just black magic. Oh yeah. Write it down. Witchcraft, you- blood oaths, and all that kind of stuff. 
Why didn't you not let me join? I want to be animation. I'll do animation. Um, can you let me join? If Only if you want to. I do. You don't. Why? You say you do, but you don't. Okay. You gotta trust me. So I'll do it the hard way? Yeah, just do it the hard way. Okay. I used to actually make a lot of stop motion when I was younger. In middle school, I did a lot of stop motion in middle school. So black magic? Um, yeah. So I was, you know, playing around with the dark arts very early. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. So let's see. Any other thoughts on that episode before we move on to a comment corner? I had fun. Did you? Yes, I did. I'm very tired. I know you are. Um, Remember, guys, sleep is your friend. And when you're an adult, you're more likely to get less sleep because of life. So when you get the chance, sleep. Sleep. Let's see. Any other? All right. Well, we have a couple videos we're going to do comments for. Uh, I think. I don't remember stuff. So I'm going to do the Gravity Falls shorts. We may have missed a couple, guys. So just like. Is any from the Sorry. random? I think there's a couple from the random, but like there seem kind of. Yeah, it's I think gonna... I know one of them from the last one was like, when are you guys going to do season two? And the answer is. Right now. Well, before, because they already came out. In the past. Yeah. Yay. Let's see. Let's do a Dipper's Guide to the Unexplained. Okay. My friend Kit comments when we're talking about the lefty. The yeah. guy who can, and uh, he says, they live in a 2D cartoon world. They literally couldn't see the other side of him. Yeah. Okay. They are two. And they are living in a two-dimensional world. And she's a two-dimensional girl. Oh, Crumb, Ickis, and Oblina were the monsters and all real monsters. Thank you. Uh, for the, thank you for the names. Thank you. Thank you. Taryn Stark says, The hide behind is a cryptid from the Pacific Northwest whose legends predate Slenderman. I don't know why people keep claiming it was based on him. I think... Did I, did I claim it was based on him? I think you said I it was Slenderman-esque. I think I said this was this episode came out in the peak of Slenderman's yeah. popularity. So regardless if it was based on him, and I actually, ooh, that's a cool that's a cool fact about the Pacific Northwest. But it was at the peak of this popularity, so like it definitely was very reminiscent of it. Ooh, Ivy Inkwell says, I will give you a hint about that symbol, uh, which I think is in reference to the Stan Set 2, and uh, they say 1982. Which is 30 years before this series starts. Mm-hmm. Which we keep hearing. We keep hearing something that happens 30 years ago. Yeah. Um, and Sophie Cooper says, Oh, Stan Tattoo, if only you knew. And um, James Wilson says, uh, Thanks, by the way, Slenderman is canon to the Gravity Falls universe. He turns up in the Lost Legends comic. Very nice. Now I have to go watch Talk Dippy to me. Is that a video? I hope that's a video. I don't know what that means. Shornfor says, love, uh, love these shorts. Glad you're watching them. Lefty seems somewhat Spongebob-ish to me. Uh, I know which Buffy episode you're talking about. The hide behind is Groot. Wait, which Buffy episode was I talking about? I don't know. You were talking about a Buffy Oh, my episode. God. I don't even remember. Uh, no, I have to go back this. I have to go back uh, and watch it. Oh, they say, All Real Monsters crossover with Rugrats. Now I have to look that up. Uh, I never watched All Real Monsters or Angry Beavers either. Am I the only person who remembers... That Rugrats and All Real Monsters had a crossover episode. Yes. It was a thing. Like, I definitely, I feel like I had that episode on, like, a VHS that I rented from Blockbuster one time. Um, oh, wait. I think I know which episode of Buffy they were talking about. Okay. I think I remember. If we read this, tell me in the comments if it involves, it was in season two, mm-hmm. and it involves something that's not magical. Okay. I don't want to spoil it. All right. Sounds good. Um, they say yes, and I know what they're talking about. Comments from Mabel's Guide to Everything. Uh, Kit says, I forgot how great these were. I miss Gravity Falls. Yo, dude, me too. Me too. You, it's on Hulu. Just go watch it again. Just go watch it again. 
and or just like keep watching our videos. Thanks for watching. Um, Sean first says, love the labyrinth reference and call back to Stan's wrong song. I do like it. <laughs> they sing that a couple times in, um, the, uh, the golf war when Stan was driving, he was singing a song to the tune of the Stan wrong song, which yeah. I appreciate. I just like how they keep bringing that back. James Wilson quotes the episode where it says, she'll be fine. She does this when, uh, after Grenda drinks the expired milk, um, and says, Kenny's used to Grenda's shenanigans. Let's see. Mabel fought innumerable cats, blew up a TV, ate several potentially lethal leaves. She's cut, bruised, burned, filled with glass shards and poison. She suffers for her art. Pacifica's favorite color is pink, even though she's almost always in lilac purple. Wendy's favorite color is flannel, like all of the corduroys. And I love Mabel's dark side of the moon sweater. It's a very good sweater. It's a very good sweater. Do I have any more recent comments? Mm -hmm. Do you? Do you? Do you? Um, I think that's really it okay. for now. So, uh, any other, anything else to say before we wrap up for the day? Nope. Alrighty. Also nap time. Oh, it is nap time. We're very tired. It's not even nap. I hate that, that it's like, wait, once it's like seven o'clock, you technically can't take a nap. Yeah. Cause like. I've done it before. Why don't I just like take a nap till like 830 and then just stay up till one and then sleep more. Yeah. Dude, I did that, but I did that in high school. I think I've said this before, like, where I get up around, like, 8 or 9, and then go get breakfast, and then, like, chill out till, like, 1, and then sleep till 6, mm-hmm. and then eat dinner, and then go to bed around, like, 9 again. Mm. <laughs> high school was fun. High school, like, sucked in some ways, but, like, there are certain things that weren't bad. Yeah. So, word. Being an adult is terrible. So, I don't know. I don't have to worry about homework and grades. That's so true. The only good thing about being an adult is I don't have homework. God, I hate it. Also, technically, we can like go to the store and get ice cream whenever we want. That's true. There's some good stuff about it. Then we have to go to work to get money to buy the ice cream. Yeah, we don't have to do it on the weekends. And like also, that's true. If you work it out properly, you can just take a day off. Eventually. Eventually. All right. So that is all the time we have today. Thank you for joining us. We are First Reaction Fan Reaction, Woody Clues Productions. Mm -hmm. Uh, You want to talk to us on social media? Like, do it. Like, follow us and then. Tell us things, and then we'll be your new best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can find us on Twitter at Witty Clothes Productions. Follow us on Twitter at Witty Clothes. Tweet at us. We would love to read some of those tweets. Maybe read some of them on the show. You can always email us. We're wittyclothes at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Patreon. Subscribe to us. Yeah, we'll uh, we're might have something special up because if you don't know, we recently did a live show. Yeah, I mean, by the time this episode comes out, it's going to be like not very recent Not very all. recent, but oh. we did a live show on the movie After, which I know you remember, guys. I know, everybody remember that movie. And uh, so the actual live show is going to be on our YouTube page, but on our Patreon page, pro- hopefully in the future, is going to be our live show and our rea- video reaction. Plus our reaction to the movie. When we watched it the first time. Actual, and uh, yeah. we had fun watching the movie that we don't remember anymore. Sure. I still I actually don't remember that movie anymore. Wow. It just like left my brain. So watch it. So then you can remember and then immediately forget it yourselves. Um, so yes, Patreon, follow us on there. We are witty clothes. And if you are watching us on YouTube, thank you. I hope you enjoy our faces. We are also on iTunes. Uh, we are look for us first reaction, fan reaction or witty clothes productions. Subscribe to us there. Take our shows on the go. You can like listen to them like as you're like driving and stuff, which is cool. Cause I do that. Um, or you can, if you're listening to this and you want to see what our faces look like, you can also follow us on YouTube. We're reasonably pretty. I would say so. I think we're great. So we are Witty Clothes Productions on there. Subscribe, like our videos, comment on our stuff, or read the comments on the show. Um, so we're looking forward to hearing from you. And until then, we are going to come back 
in the future with our next Gravity Falls episodes. We're still on season two as we keep making our way. Wow. We are really making our way through this series. It's going to be... The well, end it's going to be a little while so. before the next time we record. Yeah, but hopefully it won't be too long until the next episode comes out. So the next time we're going to be talking about uh, season two, episode seven, Society of the Blind Eye. Very excited about that. Okay. And then episode eight, Blendin's Game. Like Blendin' Blandin from the year 2012. Uh, could possibly be that very same Blendin. So until next time. Is there I, anybody else named Blendin? I don't think so. Okay. So, until next time, mm-hmm. I'm Kaylin Clothier. I'm Dara Whitman. Peace. I was going to say my, uh, what was it, build a beaver joke was instead of like finding the heart thing and then you put that in there, it was you find the clitoris. Uh. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That was really funny. I'm clever. You are clever.